Hello, welcome back to Betch Labs. I'm Sammy. I'm Jordana. What day is it, Jordana? And here we are in April. Oh, it is April. <laughs> yeah. This must be so fun for you. Still quite cold. Can you, ugh, it's the worst. Can yeah. you analyze April for me? How do you feel in April? April is like, I mean, usually I feel like it's it's a hopeful month because it starts to get warmer, but. It's my birthday month. It's your birthday month, which is also an exciting thing for everyone yes. listening. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like, um, it's a little depressing how cold it still is. I'm like looking forward to the warmth and it's just I'm not getting it yet right agreed the reason this frustrates me like specifically is because I just want to like go outside and like walk in free nice air that isn't painful right and I just it's I can't take it anymore there's something about warm weather that's just hopeful agreed I think I've been thinking about it more and more I'm like I cannot live in this climate for the rest of my life like I gotta go (laughs) I gotta go no but here's the I do kind of like when I not to make this podcast about the weather but (laughs) I do kind of feel like it's the fact that there are seasons is nice because it's like, it makes me appreciate the warm weather so much. Like if I live, if we lived in like Miami or something, I feel like it would just, right. It wouldn't make it special or like really, you wouldn't really appreciate the warmth could be like always warm. Right now it's like the summer's like, I'm like, Oh, like it's so great. Like I know, I remember a time when it wasn't like this. Right. I'm more thinking like Monterey, California where there's like milder seasons type situation. Is there a winter? I do like I winter for like three days. Yeah. Same. Like a nice, a nice snowfall. Exactly. A, lo- a lovely snowfall. But anyway, Vanderpump. again, let's move on just cause it's like the weather is, we just clear the air and say that Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum have have separated. Um, America's very upset. I don't personally give a shit. Me either. But I don't know. People are always like I'm never get surprised. so worked up about all this stuff. It's kind of crazy. I am never surprised when any celebrity gets a divorce because first of all, the divorce rate in general is really high. Right. And so why would it be that when you add celebrity into the mix and you have like a ton of tension, like attention and you have all these complications from being like wealthy and famous and like obviously coveted by a lot of different people. people. Like why would that, why would it be that your that your divorce statistic or likelihood would go down? No, it would go up. Like it's just that people are like sort of blinded by like cute Instagrams and they're like, Oh, they must be so in love. But it's like just the same way that you judge like your friend right. for putting up fake Instagrams about how happy she is when you know she's not celebrities do that. Like, to an, an even greater extent Right and it's this whole thing where it's like It's kind of sad because like you feel like These people probably feel like They should have the perfect relationship And like people think they have the perfect relationship And it's like just unrealistic And yeah. obviously like Instagram and social media Never really shows you the full story Right as we said last yeah. time we were on the on the cast together But in terms of them being a couple I don't know why anyone really cares Like they did a lot of shit in the spotlight right. They weren't like a John Legend Chrissy Teigen type thing, also, couple like, Who was no, doing whatever Also like nine years years is not a lifetime so they're, i don't get like they're consciously they're consciously uncoupling i yeah. suppose everyone's like nine years it's like oh so your standards have gotten so low that nine years is now a long marriage like what nine years is a long time with anyone it's a no it's a long time to be with someone but like that's not like a crazy long marriage that's not like a 20-year marriage like or a or how long were Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt married? Like 13 years? Was it? No. I don't know. I think once you get to the double digits, you're at another level. But like if someone I'd be more shocked or like affected if there was like a couple that was together for like 25 years. I don't even think it's like so impressive to be together that long. It just means you like like are not choosing to not leave. And I mean, it's like, it, why is it so impressive? You just happen to get like, oh, like congratulations. You just happen to get along with someone for like. 
for a really long time. Like you, you're amazing. It's not really, I don't think it's about, it's like, Oh, you found someone who's a better match than maybe someone else. Or you decided to stick it in there and be a little less happy than the person who left. Yeah. That doesn't just because you're together for a long time. Doesn't mean it's particularly like a pleasant or happy relationship. Yeah. Like, I could give an example for my very own family. (laughs) Very long marriage, but very shouldn't have been that long. A number, just like numbers are not really an indication of happiness. Like number, there it's nine. Like I think that it's better to be like married for nine years and then leave on like happy and good terms than like stay in something that you're like kind of okay with for like 25 years. Right. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Your, your marriage is more successful technically from the, your strength, but like not in terms of like your own personal happiness. Right. I mean, it's hard to say like what the inner workings they could have been unhappy since year two like That's you true. don't know like it's it you don't know how long That's what the I'm people saying. were L- longevity is not an indicator of like happiness right but also ev- but my point is not whether it is or it isn't my point is that like everyone's like oh my god nine years so long it's like no not mm-hmm. really like Plus, let's be real. Like, Channing Tatum has only gotten, like, particularly famous in the past, like... Nine years. Four or five years, right? right? Also, and our like, company is almost nine years old. Like, it's... Seven. It's, okay. That, it's seven years old. That's, like... That's more than half to nine. So, it's, like... It's just... Yeah. Yeah. They've only been around a little longer than our company. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um... Vanderpump. Vanderpump. Speaking of shitty relationships... <laughs> Everyone has a shitty relationship on that show. There's no one whose relationship I'd want. Not a not a one. Right. I mean, okay, so this this I've actually been thinking a lot about it and especially watching last night's episode. Um, since I don't know how many of you guys have read the article on our website by our um, editor in chief Sarah. She goes by Sergeant Olivia Betchson, but she wrote a think piece of sorts last week about how Vanderpump Rules is no longer fun to watch because what we're actually watching is emotional abuse between Jackson and Brittany. And so she she made this about Jackson Brittany and how like it was it's it's an emotionally abusive situation that's happening, mm-hmm. which it is. Um, but I think that what we're watching even beyond Jackson Brittany is just a bunch of people who are like either in their 30s or very close to it or almost out of their 30s. And they all have just like really terrible habits and right. really They're terrible constantly. Yeah. Like I like I look like I look at them and I'm like there is no one here who is better than the next. Like well, like you can't rank them to in be, like to be totally honest, that's why they're great TV. Yeah. No, I'm not <laughs> saying it's not great right. TV. I'm sure like it's like I don't know what it's like the chicken or the egg, but it's probably like, you know what I mean? This behavior is rewarded. The ranking the ring the the ratings and shit are like really high. These people are getting very rewarded for maintaining these like childish habits. Like if they were in the real world not being filmed not on Vanderpump Rules just like people who worked at a restaurant they may have like gotten their shit together and like um, grown up a little bit more because like they wouldn't be making money off of the, they'd be losing money off of like acting like this they wouldn't be like making money right. like these people stay on the show because they do this crazy shit like it makes them more interesting to watch it right. makes that you feel better <laughs> makes me feel better on myself um, and where I'm at in life and I just feel like it's the kind of thing where it's like yeah of course they're still doing that there's no reason for them to get their shit together like like right. what would possibly like you know where people have their shit together in front of like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills I'm so fucking bored by that show I don't Same. give a shit yeah because when you when you have your shit together you don't actually have things to fight about so they end up fighting about like I it's haven't really even been watching shit. the seat yeah. that I'm waiting to like 
have a stomach virus and just like watch it's it all terrible. one day or something. It's so boring. Yeah, it's it like is. oh, it's like the same fight over and over. Like, but oh, about nothing. To reach, you were late. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, oh my god, that's yeah. not interesting. Like, that's why I have not been watching this season. Right. It's only it's good TV when they act like, yeah, like when, such when, shitheads that there's something to exactly, really fight like people about. People constantly cheating on each other is like entertaining to watch. People who yeah. are like kind of abusing each other is entertaining to watch. People who get really drunk and make terrible decisions are very interesting to watch. So like, of course they're not going to like grow up and like act and like get rid of these habits. They're getting paid for them. Right. A lot. So let's talk about what happens. The main, the main plot line was essentially Kristen and uh, James, like probably, yeah, they probably, probably like, up. like hooked up. Cheating, I, I feel like is not, sex. again, cheating is seems like not a yeah. thing. On I feel show. like they didn't have sex. I feel like they just like hooked up, maybe like did a little, you know, something else, but I don't think they had sex, but it's just funny is what that so James basically acknowledged that they hooked up and later on in the early in the episode and then later on in the episode Kristen's like basically Kristen was like why would you say that why would you say that we hooked up like he's like I, of course I didn't say that we hooked up like we're we both have like like we both are in a relationship it's like James, the reason that you don't say it is not because you're in a relationship it's if you say you didn't if, if you didn't say it you wouldn't have said it because you didn't do it's it. It's not true. Right. right. Like, like, like you're so stupid. Like what's wrong right. with you? They're all like pretty dumb. And also, he also like, says he's never cheated on Markel, which we happen to know for a fact beyond a fact that he has like, like, right. They're, a, all, che- one they're all cheaters. That one person on that show who's not a cheater, which is like, it's fine. That's Brittany. the, call, that's the, no, I heard that she is too. What? Apparently like, whatever i'll tell me later yeah apparently she is too no one is no one is exempt from like the cheating thing i feel like and you know what it's their culture it seems to be accepted there's not big right there's not big repercussions for it and if that's the culture they live in then i kind of get why everyone does it because it's like kind of okay um right also like birds like of some a feather weird third, flock together exactly it's like some <laughs> like, weird third it's like basically like they're stuck in like a second semester senior year yeah, of college but literally. like for life right like frat culture of like crazy like loose morals yeah and like i've you know what i mean we've been in that world too but it's kind of like there was like a very specific succinct time and this is like sort of like their whole lives right it's it's sort of yeah this is the thing is that like someone who didn't act like them wouldn't fit in with them like peter for example doesn't act that way and that's why he's not involved in the show really he's on the show he's like there but he's sort of just like sitting there he's no one ever fights with peter peter never starts shit with anyone right it's like yeah yeah whatever anyway ari also from uh the bachelor got shit uh for his april fool's day joke about lauren being pregnant did you see that yeah i mean it's just stupid because it's not logistically possible that she would have been that pregnant because last week they were right they were they didn't show the face on the thing one also she the the picture he used was like super pregnant and and last week they were like sitting on a balcony in barcelona where she was completely not pregnant at all right so it's the whole thing is i mean the re the also i have to say i don't i'm not a fan of ari i don't really like him but all the like people being offended about this are because like oh like some people can't get pregnant it's like really insensitive like blah 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 like uh, like you can't be offended by a joke only because it affects you personally uh, yeah that's like not allowed it's like yeah. either th- everything either you were i find everything offensive or nothing offensive it can't be like this is okay because like it's okay to make fun of like uh, like m- make like a racial funny joke about like certain people because like 
um, I don't have any like that's funny because I don't anything to do with that. But you can't make a but you can't make a joke about um, being pregnant because I personally have had issues with pregnancy. Or you right. can't. Well, you can. I think it's it's one thing for someone to be like, yes, I'm personally offended by that because it affects me. But to then be like that type of joke is off limits, but no other jokes are off right. limits. It's like you, yeah, you. Everyone's entitled to get as offended as they want about anything, and like kind of speak out against that but to be like oh that like to say that one thing is off limits right as when nothing else is off limits then like yeah you've been saying this for years the only reason i'm offended by the joke is because i didn't think it was well executed i completely (laughs) agree same that was the most offensive part about it to me agreed and it was just fucking stupid it was like no one thinks this is what is funny about this yeah i understand people have fertility issues and that's tough because but someone making their own personal joke about fertility does not is not meant to target you specifically right and also it was it was a stupid joke because I thought that Ari and Lauren were going to go away for a little bit, but they have not gone away. They've, if anything, flaunted their relationship, which is just so stupid. Like, I don't know. Jared says this a lot on his Facebook statuses. Uh-huh. <laughs> like people just want someone to hate. You just want yeah. we just we just all kind of want someone to criticize so that we can like take a little feel bit of heat ourselves. off ourselves, not feel a b- as bad about. That's why we what love we reality do. TV. Yeah, and I think that all this like fake outrage that happens over things that are not important at all, mm-hmm. like Laura and Ari's relationship, The Bachelor, Vanderpump Rules, none of these things are fundamentally important or affect any of us. Right, and so it's like if you're gonna get ma- like if you're gonna get mad about something, get mad about something that's important. Something that actually like has a, an underlying value to it. None of these people and anything they do has any impact on you. So to get offended is ridiculous. Right. Or to even to get offended or on the flip side of that to like really care is yeah. also ridiculous. Like anyone who you like idolize in the media is not as great as you think they are. And anyone that you hate that's like the media's punching bag is not as bad as like you think they are either. Right. Like everyone kind of has. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone's a lot more nuanced than like their like right. reality TV persona. Right. Or even their general one like everyone's just doing the best they can right it's it's one thing to like feel passionately while you're watching something that's the point of watching it to make yourself feel something towards what your your activity mm-hmm. so yeah like while i'm watching that i i'm like oh shit i can't believe that just happened but like do i think about that do i get angry about what happened in vanderpump rules do i feel positively about what happens no like it's just a fun thing that's keep true. it in perspective like it's entertainment it's not like your life none of these things are your life right they don't affect you personally um, and with one only other thing about Vanderpump Rules that I forgot to comment on was the Sheena. was the Sheena delusional Lala. Sheena. <laughs> That's the perfect. Yes, that's that's, yeah, so the perfect that's ing- tone. That's the perfect jingle. Um, when I love this, you part. can tell when Lala gets her flowers and she's like, and Sheena inside is definitely like so jealous. Like it's so jealous. And like instead of just be like being real, that's really why people don't like Sheena is because instead of just being like, oh, like that's so like that's so cute. Like I really wish that like my boyfriend got me flowers. Right. Like she's like, oh, like flowers. They're so, like if I got flowers, flowers I'd be like, they're so basic. It's like, no, you're fucking basic. Like every girl is basic. Like you'd like it. She's like, oh, if, if I just want something, I just buy it for myself. It's like, yeah, that plus it's great when your boyfriend right. gets you it's something. It's called a thoughtful like gesture. It's just like it's called the saying. Like it's okay to just be like right. It's okay to just be like yeah. Like that would have been really sweet. Like ugh, that sucks. Right, but she's too far in the hole that she can't. She can't. Right. She can't. I, clap I don't out. like gifts. I like affection, and you can even see it on her face. Like she's still like annoyed. You could see it on her face. Yeah. Um. I don't so like, like gift- affection, and then they, like flashback to the thing where she's like, "Bravo, won't even kiss me." 
I don't understand. If Rob doesn't kiss her, he doesn't get her gifts. He won't define the relationship. He, what, what is there? He installs her she television the, in she, seven minutes. Like he installs his own television in seven minutes, and right, uh, it's his television. And comes up with she, she's his muse for divorce closet. <laughs> Okay, what is their Okay, I just don't understand what is the substance of their relationship? Like I think it's they like have sex. Here's what Sheena gets like to have this like emotional masturbatory thing which you can read about in our book. Uh I had a, a nice time, time in other, other lives. lives, how to find love and shit like that. She does this like emotional masturbation thing where she's like imagining this life with Rob and like that's essentially all she's getting from Rob is like this like almost like emotional jerking off to the rela- to like the idea of like being married to this guy who like on paper seems really great and like I'm sure his personality is fine too. He's just like not that into her but in her mind she builds him up to this like they have this amazing life together she has this like crazy story and that's really all she's getting she's getting like a like a thought like a, a thought high a, right a mental jerk off yeah um about this and rob gets someone who's like obsessed with him who like strokes his ego who like he has sex with right and like i kind of get I, I think there's a lot of like who unhealth- lets him not define the relationship right. yeah who lets him get away with shit like what's he's probably having a great time right i, I mean, think a the- lot of people function in this like unhealthy relationship dynamic right i mean i i was thinking about this like i was even thinking about like the beginning of like my relationship how like in the beginning when you're like not sure and it's like it's very it's very like questionable like where it's gonna go like you're you don't know like you're you're mm-hmm. still seeing like there's this certain excitement that you get from like a text that you can't get once you have commitment you can't feel that that like feeling of excitement when you're right. like ooh, like like a thing and i think that that's probably what sheena is experiencing on a regular basis is that it's like it's this sort of like this high that she gets when like he gives her the slightest amount of attention right, it's like a drug and they're all they're all sort of addicts in some way to attention to to drinking it's really it's really alcohol probably and drugs i hear there's a lot of cocaine going on i'm Um, sure i'll i'll inform you about the situation later um but (laughs) we're keeping all the good details from you guys sorry yeah yeah, i i I also feel like they've been in mexico for like 16 years but yeah i think that they're all sort of just like they function in this world where they're just like chasing the next high of some way and so that is what sheena's relationship is she's like chasing her next small amount of affection or or attention that rob will give her but it the reason it's good is because she he isn't going to give it to her all the way so she gets to keep feeling like super excited whenever he gives her any amount of attention. Right. It's like this feeling of like excitement versus like safety right. and security. But, right. Excitement is more exciting in the moment, but right. it also has lower lows. But safety is like, safety is not, safety is great and it's happy, but it's not that like spike of like right. emotion. Adrenaline, right. Yeah. yeah. When you get a text, it's not like, oh my God, like he answered, you know, right. there's no, there's none of that. It's less dramatic. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. What's next? Okay, um, let's, let's the do, weekend. Yeah. So the we okay. So the weekend apparently released his new album. I'm not really a huge fan of his music. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's not for me. Um, but apparently it's about Selena Gomez, and he alludes to the fact that he like almost donated a kidney for her. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. I didn't hear it though. I want to listen to I it. I didn't listen to it, but essentially like everyone was like, he said, I, I almost gave myself a piece of you, which everyone like interpreted to say like, I almost gave you a kidney. That and then, is what it means. Right. But then I read all this stuff that was like, 
No, he, he's really just doing this to like sell albums. Their relationship like wasn't even really that big of a deal. And he was like not that invested in it. Uh, we and saw she them at Coachella. Never, they seemed into each other. I think she seemed really into him, which is why like his is almost like he used this album as like a like, oh, you used me to kind of like move on from from like Justin Bieber, like and like to almost like make him jealous. Which I could sort of see her doing. Absolutely. Selena, um, Selena Gomez has major attachment issues. I totally agree with that. But like I also I would also I would always look at their body language in like all the pictures together and even when they were together and like he never hers was much more like clingy than his i don't really think that he i think i don't think he was that emotionally invested in it but it's a great idea to use it for an album and pr surrounding the album because i wouldn't have heard anything about this i I actually think that he was into her but look i i I didn't pay that much attention to her relationship but i do pay attention to her comings and goings from bieber Mm -hmm. and doesn't don't we all yeah she honestly yeah, I'm sure she was using... Look, her heart is obviously with Justin forever. Right. Um, and she has severe attachment issues. To Yeah, she had a fucked up childhood. She should. Yeah. And I think that she ultimately just always wants Justin. Justin's always going to like... Yeah. That, that, did, that is what it is. This doesn't mean she couldn't have a meaningful relationship, but I'm sure Justin was like running in the back of her head the whole time. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. Yeah, she needs to get away from this. I want to listen to the album relationship. Let me know what you think of it. I'm not a huge weekend fan, but I'm sure it's great. Why don't you like the weekend's music? I just not doesn't do it for for me. It's like I don't. It's like a I don't don't know. This it doesn't. It's like not like upbeat enough, but it's not downbeat enough. Okay, it's almost like I need one. I need like the. I need both. I get it. I need the highs or the lows. Okay, got it. Uh, Let's do a Dear Batch. Great. Hi, Batches. I recently started listening to your podcast and I'm absolutely obsessed. You guys are so wise and funny and I agree with literally literally everything you say. I have a relationship problem, but I'm in too deep to have a clear perspective. I've asked my friends for advice and I love them, but sometimes I just think they tell me what they think I want to hear. I know you won't do that, so here's the problem. I started dating this guy seven months ago. He had got out of a three-year long relationship with a girl he lived with six months prior to us meeting things have been going well for the most part we spend like the entire weekend together and usually two to three nights in the work week he does nice things like cooks me dinner and calls me every evening on his way home from work back when we started dating i obviously stalked his ex and funny enough we have the same birthday so when my birthday passed last week i remembered it was hers too being nosy and a bit self-sabotaging i was compelled to see if he wished her a happy birthday i know this is like things not to do in a relationship 101 but i went on his facebook and sure enough he had i was so mad so then i looked at the whole convo history since i met him they had talked three times the first was three months into us dating she messaged him and asked if she could get a fur coat that that she left at his apartment and he was like yeah stop by anytime it'd be great to see you and then she was pretty pretty rudely was like no last time we saw each other was awful just get it to my dad to which he replied okay wouldn't want to twist your arm and that was it side note i remember he told me the last time he saw his girlfriend was two weeks before we met and also said it was terrible and i have no idea what that means and didn't want to pry second time they talked she wished him a happy birthday and he said thanks and that was it then the next combo was his happy birthday message to her honestly their combo was super boring if i'm trying to be rational what annoyed me was the convo was quite long and they were both so obviously showing off to each other like she was like i'm doing amazing at work my life is perfect blah 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 and he was like wow i'm so happy for you and then he 
he sent her a link to his company he just launched gross from these three combos it's just so confusing do they hate each other are they on good terms it's so odd i called my boyfriend out and i told him i thought it was disrespectful to reach out to an ex when you're seeing someone else and my ex's birthday had just passed too and i didn't wish him a happy birthday partly out of respect for my new boyfriend but mostly because i think it's stupid to wish exes a happy birthday true i told my boyfriend i was upset that he didn't hold me in the same regard but he said he thought i was making a big deal out of nothing if he wanted to be with her he would etc etc he said he wanted to check in with her because he still cares if she's well and i should be happy he's not a hateful person but he also told me he's still friends with her dad in the email sometimes because they're both entrepreneurs which i also think is so weird he said he'd stop talking to her if it bothers me but my problem is i don't see the point in reaching out to an ex um is he not over her i feel like that happy birthday was a cry for her attention so really my question is are these things red flags deal breakers do i need to chill and give him a break he's a little mad on it went on his facebook which is valid i also checked his insta dms but he doesn't need to know that fyi i'm 25 he's 26 and his ex is 27 i don't know if ages will help but things put things into perspective also to add salt to the wound his ex has the weirdest instagram where she posts pictures of french poems sports bra selfies where she encourages other women to quote unquote push themselves and shouts out her haters unironically so knowing my current boyfriend dated someone like this is extremely concerning too thanks for the help happy birthday happy birthday batch sorry i know this is too long that was very long but um i thought all those details very interesting and kind of relevant yeah it's complicated for okay first let's i don't know where to start there's a lot yeah okay my my ultimate assessment is that the boyfriend and the girl the ex are not the most like emotionally clear people around that's one clear like they're not like i think they're both kind of like there's there's something i'm not saying there's something going on like in us like a they're still in a relationship but i think they're both like potentially like a bit confused with what they each want i think they both it doesn't seem like they're having like a sexual or whatever conversation here's what i think um i don't think this is this is about like that conversation or anything like that i think it's about you obviously this girl clearly having like trust issues Mm because like you don't really look at stuff unless you trust her and i get that i think we've all had an urge to kind of like snoop and things like that because it's just like yeah like you're curious you want to know it's human nature it's like very hard to just be like oh yeah it's someone's privacy like i need to respect that like i wouldn't want someone doing that to me it's like a very obvious thing like that it's wrong but like people are like only human and i get the urge to do that but clearly this thing is like oh you don't you don't you don't trust him you don't feel like you know exactly what went on you don't feel like you understand why this relationship ended and if these two people are over it and i think that's really the thing that you need to focus on and have a discussion with him about be like i know i like i like disrespected your privacy i really shouldn't not be like looking at your stuff um i think i did this because like i fear that like you're not over this past relationship which was clearly long and meaningful you live together and like i and i did that because i i feel insecure and i want to know like why it ended and why like and what you didn't get from that relationship and what you feel like you are getting now or like or if you're over it and like yeah i'm scared that you're not over it and then i'm with someone who's like still attached to like a past relationship and that's honest and people appreciate that and like that that also explains like what you're why you're doing you're kind of self-sabotaging and doing this like kind of fucked up thing right i have a feeling that your boyfriend is like mostly over it but like 
not yeah, I mean, 100. I mean, unless it's, it's the, thing about, the thing about past relationships is that unless they end with something really dramatic and crazy, yeah. it's hard to just be like, all right, fuck that person. Like, I don't like, right. like especially I'm, if they were real, like really deep. Right. If it was a real it, thing, yeah. like, and it just like ended run it. That's why it's, it's really important when you're dating anyone to kind of understand a few. My therapist has told me this, like when you're dating anyone to understand a few things about like the person in their past, like to understand their first meaningful relationship, their most recent meaningful relationship and why those ended and what they liked about those relationships and what they didn't like. Right. And if, once you know that you can kind of get a clearer picture. Cause it's hard to like, really just like infer any of that from like anyone that you're seeing, like what, and people have like such deep past and things that affect them and they explain the reasons that they act the way they do and that they like, Right. Or, and see things. Uh, right. And see, about things, right. Things. see things the way they do them. And something that they might, might think is harmless is actually like to you, like to you much more offensive because you have a different past than they do. So if I were you, I would just be like, there's a lot of stuff I don't know about you. And so it makes me kind of like my mind go to weird places, which is why I've like invaded your privacy and right. checked all your messages. And like, if you could just help me like understand like what this really, how meaningful this relationship was and like what was good about it and why it ended, then like I won't feel the need to right. be doing those things. It also may help to explain why you have these trust issues if you understand that about yourself so that it doesn't come off across as like accusational, but about like you're both sh- like learning about something about each other from this experience and from this conversation so that it's like, oh, I have flaws too. Right. The re- like I know it wasn't right of me to do this and it doesn't just become like this attack. Speaking of happy birthdays, and exes you guys should listen to one of the I don't know which episode it was but one of the most more recent episodes of you up with Jordana and Jared where they talk about the ex happy birthday wish in depth yeah you guys check it out you up you up yes but um, on that note I think that that was pretty good yeah. Nice if I do say myself ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do um Yeah, let's do one more. I think yeah. the next one's quick. Oh, this is good. Okay. Dear Betches, let me start by saying that I love the podcast and it helps me get through my shitty commute through my shitty city. Just a little background. I work at a school for behavioral kids who have who come from nothing and have nothing to their names. I started working there three years ago and immediately made a friend that worked another shift. Fast forward three years and she is now our best employee employee and our favorite coworker. We have hung out many times and talk on a daily basis. Oh, and her fiance is my weed guy, the important. Last week I was in that she's being terminated and that she'd been stealing money from staff and students for months in the amount of thousands. Yep, you read that right. She stole everything from kids that had nothing. Upon being terminated, she went on a blocking rampage on Facebook, of which I was not included. Now, here's my question. Do I reach out to her? Do I let her know that I'm disgusted? Do I let her know that I know and I'm disgusted? Or do I just let this go since there's no chance that I'll ever be friends with such a pretty, such a shitty human again? Please help confused and conflicted batch. Okay. I have thoughts on this. Same. You <laughs> I feel first. like they might differ. Okay. We'll see. Um, so I think like, obviously this girl did something really fucked up, but we all like, and I'm not saying there's any excuse for doing that at all, but like, she's clearly going through some, her own weird shit and like have her own, has her own like mental situation illness. illness or something that has allowed her to like rationalize why it's okay to do this like i don't really believe in like shitty people good people or like evil people great people right. like no one who does something evil thinks they're being evil right um not that i'm saying that you should continue to be friends with her but i don't think like that you go on the attack with this person is gonna help like anything like it's not gonna make you feel better it's not gonna make her feel better i think if she reaches out to you you can be like hey like i heard about what like 
what yeah. happened at work like like what's up with that like what happened right like i don't understand like stand i don't right. think you need to be like on the attack with like you're a terrible person like i don't want to be friends with you like blah blah blah. like right like while that might be true and you might be thinking that i don't think that one that would like help anything it's not like your place to be like her like moral guardian of like i'm gonna put you in your place and tell you how terrible i think you are it right. kind of goes back to our, to come full circle it comes back to like our original conversation about like people we like hate on tv and people we love like and it's so easy to categorize people like that but people are so much more complex and mm-hmm. they all do things for their own fucked up reasons and i'm sure you do too and we do too right it's like um and while again like i don't think i'm not saying you should be friends with this person but i don't think like it's your I, job to yeah. go on like to yeah. go on your like moral morality like i crusade yeah yeah i actually have the same opinion as you i just think don't reach out to her at all like there's no need there's no right. need. Like, what do you, why do you, first of all, why do you need to be close to a person who does things like that? Why do you need to have any more interaction with them? That's really it. Right. There's no need. And if you do really want to find out what's going on, you could be like, hey, like, I heard about what happened at work. Like, what? No, I just think don't even, don't even look into it. What's I'm saying the if they're, if they're, fr- if they're truly friends, like, and she really wants to, like, if it was like, let's say, like, I did that, right? Like, it's let's say we didn't work, like, let's we're say- not friends from being coworkers. Okay, but like I'm trying to think. It's hard for us because like we're not we're not friends because we were coworkers. I think it's very well, different I'm when you're she, friends. If with someone she's saying like they're, they're they're friends like outside of work, yeah, but it seems like this girl was friends with everyone outside of work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you need. I don't think you. I need think to if reach she. Out. I think if she says something to you, you could like ask her. Okay, let's play. I agree. Let's play a game. Shoot, fuck, marry. Bieber, the weekend. Ari Luyendik Jr. Luyendik. Lion dick, sorry. That's, I think we I spelled that wrong. Dick, whatever. Whatever. Um, okay. Yeah, you go. I think... I'd marry The weekend. I'd marry The weekend too, I guess. I would fuck Bieber. Yeah, and you're and getting rid of Ari. Ari. Just because yeah. Ari has no talent. Out of all of these, he's the least talented. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Would you rather have access to everything from the person you're dating? Facebook, Insta, Twitter, email, password, phone, password, and they have it to yours. Or not be friends or socially connected to them in any way with zero access to anything. So it's like, would I rather know everything or nothing? Or be able to know everything or not be able to know anything? I feel like the right answer is be able to know nothing. But like... That's what I would pick. I think that's like the right answer. But like, I think we all have like weird urges and like... I kind of want I'm like the kind of person Who kind of wants to know everything I am that person too But I And like that person's Like in this scenario The person's like okay with it Yeah I guess They have it They have yours too Right I think It's like that, total transparency Or none um, I would rather Not have anything Because I think that like When you if, I think that actually Builds trust And I think that The first one Builds paranoia well, it's and kinda, I'd rather, I, don't, I feel like if they're both on the same page where like you share literally everything, but then like everyone needs to have their own private shit. Like sure that's you, sort of a, okay. Thing. I'm sure you could get onto your, everything that you're of your boyfriends, like inside, mm-hmm. like you could do it and you don't. So, I mean, I don't think you do. Right. You but can tell me later. Right. But I know, but I'm saying it's like an access thing though. Like the, in like this scenario, it's like everyone's like, I mean, like I wouldn't want someone looking through my shit either. Not because I'm anything necessarily to hide. Just cause it's like, there's certain like. Right. I don't I would know. Rather, I would like, rather. I would definitely rather nothing. I just think. Yeah. Again, it's kind of hard. Think, I wouldn't want. I, don't I think the former builds paranoia, which is a bad feeling, even if you're not looking at anything and they're not looking at anything of yours. Like, even if that's the case, there's a feeling of paranoia that that will bubble up. So you'd rather be with a very private person than a very open person. Well, I would also be the very private person. Right. 
and it's not about open versus private. It's about well, it's kind of like I will, I'm gonna like let versus, you in on everything, or I'm gonna let you in on nothing. We're each, but it's mutual. I think that that's the most right. important part. I is know that it's mutual. It's not like I, like I you get it and do they do everything. Now that more and more we're talking about this, it's like I'd rather just like live in a world where like yeah, like I I'm proud of everything that I do and like. I I hope the other person that I'm with is too. Me too, but I don't. But I think. But my point is not about like. But the I also understand information. The it's not about the actual information. I think that they're like when you can't like. I think that there's more trust in the second situation. Like know. there's automatic trust. Not necessarily. There could be more paranoia when you can't see anything than when you can see everything. I think it depends on the kind of person you're with. Also, really, I also yeah. think it depends on the kind of guy. Right. Well, you should ideally be with the kind of guy that. Right. I'm saying be I'm saying be I think it would help you be with some. I think the second thing, no, no access would help you choose someone who you trust more because you'd be like, I'm not going to have any access to anything. I need to be with a trustworthy person. I guess. I don't know. It's kind of complicated. I really don't know. I'm torn. It depends on who I'm with. That that is actually (laughs) now that I'm thinking about it, it would totally depend on who the person was. That's fair. Okay. Also, one last uh, one. Um, would you rather Would you rather donate a kidney to a guy you've been dating for three weeks, or have a baby with a guy you've been dating for three weeks? Baby, both are painful. No, and then I would I would yeah, have but the, then the baby. kidney thing is like over. Yeah, but like I w- then but what maybe if you, what you if need this, your what kidney? What if this thing doesn't work out? Well, then I would just have my own baby. But then what, you what have these guys in your life for the rest of the kid's life. I could just be like, no, you can't be part of this. I think I'd rather do the kidney. I don't. But then what if something happens to your only kidney and then you are you have kidney? Then like, I have to get a kidney from someone else or, or you have to die like because you 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 have a kidney problem. So would you do, you wouldn't donate a kidney to anyone? I would donate a kidney to my husband. I would donate a kidney to you. If we I would matched. donate a kidney. To, OK, I would actually <laughs> donate a kidney to like you or Aileen because like. There's like so much history. I would just need me to work. <laughs> no, that's why you donate it to me. Anyway. Uh, no, I, no, I would donate a kidney only to someone that I had a significant history with, like a family member. But you'd have a baby with just anyone. Well, I would have the baby. Then it's my baby. So you would never donate a kidney to a stranger in need. I don't think so. I think because I, because your kidneys are very like very valuable you like there's a reason you have two. It's because you can't really survive without one. So you need one. You, I like think I'd rather do one. the kidney. My mom always said, don't sleep with someone unless you donate a kidney to them. That's I, a great rule. I don't know if I, I mean, I wouldn't take necessarily all the That's a good rule, though. It is a good rule. <laughs> it's a, Although you might not it's sleep almost, with it's anyone. More like, it's more like, don't, don't, sleep do, with anyone. don't sleep with anyone unless they donate a kidney to you. Is really what it should be. Then how would, you wouldn't, but here's the thing. I think that you wouldn't necessarily like, how would you... You would. It would Gage, take a long time to, to sleep with someone. Yeah, that's what I guess that's <laughs> like the a idea. lot of months. How many? How many months would you have to date someone? I know this probably. How how serious would you have to be to donate a kidney to someone? That's what I'm saying. I think I would if someone really needed it and I cared about them. I think I would do it. If I'd rather was, do that than have a baby with someone that I don't fine. really care about. It's fine. I, right. I really don't want to have a baby, but at this moment. But if okay, I would have to be ninety percent sure that I was going to have a real future with someone in order to donate my kidney to them. I kind of feel the same way about a baby. Yeah, but a baby, okay. The, here's the thing about the baby. 
The is kidney, that like, at least I give you the kidney. We break up. It's done. I saved your life. I'm a great person. But <laughs> what if you get sick when you're when you're 45? How many 60? people really need kidneys? You don't know what's going to happen to you. I don't remember. You could, you could have a car accident. You could have, get a disease. You a lot of things could happen to you that you would then need a kidney. Very and protective having, over your kidneys. Um, yeah, I don't want to have to be sick. Okay, and that, so that I think these are both rational arguments. I would choose but the, the baby. Ba- okay, the baby. The baby is like you're gonna have a baby. Like it's well, you your have, baby. Yeah, but it's also their baby. Like yeah, they but can, like, like you're gonna have to deal with them forever. You might not. I'm I'm going with the kidney. I'm keeping. I'm keeping I think I'm going with the baby. baby. Okay. I really. Well, let's hope it never comes. It's to really a, painful to donate a kidney. It's not a joke. It's really painful to have a baby. Okay, but then Ruins you at least have a baby. <laughs> at least you have a baby. Yeah, but at least I'm I'm saving someone's life. Imagine like it's like that. Uh, but then you might die later because you don't have a kidney. But I also might not because I don't need one. It's really circumstantial. You need a kidney. Okay, what if it was like something you don't need, like a spleen? I would donate the spleen. You would donate the spleen. Yeah, okay. because because it doesn't threaten me directly. I would donate the kidney rather than have the baby. I, I would, to not I would do donate either. the spleen rather than have the baby. Okay, so you're giving a spleen. I'm giving a non-essential organ before the baby, but an essential organ I am not giving. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Because it's like your organs. Like, like, how pissed would you be if you like, oh shit, like my, my only kidney. Why did I do, donate it to that guy who I was only dating for three weeks? Because like maybe I don't need both. You you don't need both, but you need one. Right, but I'm and, gonna but have you one. You need left. one. Yeah, but you don't know it, what's gonna happen to well, that one. You have to be protective over everything you have. <laughs> it's paranoid. Pretend it's money. <laughs> now you get it. Then I can get more of. Anyway, okay. all right. Um, that's our episode today. Very interesting questions. Yeah. Um. Okay, Please email, email oh. us at slapped at, at betches.com if you have any questions or if you have any ideas about this kidney thing. Or, a, or anything. Anything. Slapped at betches.com. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Betches.